Hello, how are you all? Welcome to episode number 42 of the UK Sports Chat podcast. I'm Joe Williams and today I am speaking with Phil Cottrell. Phil is the digital editor of Fundraising at Millen Cancer Support and is currently running 52 half marathons in 52 weeks fundraising for Macmillan. If you get a moment after listening, please do leave us a review. It really helps with ratings, and you can get in touch with us with any comments via our social media channels or on info at ukrunchat.co.uk. Hope you all enjoy this chat with Phil. Enjoy the lovely weather we have set for the coming week. Stay safe hydrated wear sun cream and all that good stuff and we'll see you on the next episode welcome phil hi joe how's it going yeah really well thank you how are you i'm very well as we've just chatted off there i'm i'm well but still slightly disappointed about the england result yes yeah we, we've just had a chat about that haven't we? it was disappointing so for our, our english football fans on uk run chat it was very disappointing Maybe the maybe the Scotland and Welsh fans will be pleased. <laughs> I'm sure they're over the moon uh, this week. Um, Northern Irish, yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Um, so thank you for coming on. Um, as I said in the intro, you're you're part of the team at Macmillan. Um, do, do you just want to give us an introduction to yourself and and tell us about your role? Yeah, absolutely. So I started at Macmillan uh, just over three years ago now um, as part of the digital team. So I came in initially as on the fundraising side. Um, So digital editor looking after our content in fundraising. So whether or not that's all our products from coffee morning to the smallest running events. Um, That role is sort of expanded a bit. And now I sort of look on across all of our editorial um, platforms. So Mm -hmm. whether or not that's cancer information, our volunteers, um, or still on the fundraising side. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently, we've been working on moving across all of our content and updating it through our digital transformation program. So the last sort of probably 18 months, two years has been spent updating all of our cancer information um, on the website, and now moving through to donation and fundraising. So. Mm-hmm. Sprucing up our content, making stuff a lot easier to find, um, just making it more digital, uh, digitally friendly, digitally uh, leading in the field, yeah. and just trying to trying to get people to the right place as quick as they can, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very important. So, um, I've like I said in the introduction, I've also alluded to your challenge. So, go on, tell us about tell us about what you're up to. So, yeah, so basically, I guess it's probably easier to give you a bit of background and sort of start why I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, at the start of the first lockdown, I think sort of like a lot of people, I, was, I wasn't I was necessarily struggling with my mental health, but I was very aware of it. Um, I, was, I was probably eating too much. I was drinking probably a little bit too much and spending too much time working and being in in the house um so i made the decision get my trainers on get back out there yeah uh, basically and that was may i think sort of around may last year mm-hmm. and then 
with no real clear goals as to what I was doing, apart from just running and feeling a bit better about myself. Yeah. Um, started working a little bit, so I, I carried on. Uh, ran my first half marathon ever in, I think, midway through the June of last year. Yeah. And then went on to do another 15 uh, last year. Um, really enjoying it, just clearing my head. A lot of them, most of them, I think, if not all, just on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, around my local area and just a reason to sort of get out, get away from the homeschooling, uh, get away from the house itself and just, yeah. and just clear my head and feel a bit better. So, um, so when, when you said you got your trainers back on, yes, have you previously been a runner or did, is this, was that new as part of lockdown? Did you know, how, how have you been sporty prior to? So growing up and sort of school wise, I was I was always sporty. A racket in my hand, a ball at my feet, yeah, running, whatever it was. I just I wanted to be outside doing sport, being active, mm-hmm. um, and ran sort of at a I'd say probably a lower county level. Oh. Um, so I was I was okay. I was a bit useful from anything sort of from four hundreds upwards. Yeah. Um, but then sort of just gradually stopped. Uh, being quite as active I had a knee injury in sort of my early to mid 20s yeah it sort of stopped me doing anything for for about a year what and then sorry what injury was it I did my ACL and all the other CLs that that are in there um That's my surgeon, surgeon said it was the worst he'd seen it basically just cleared everything out um I so not great that. Football, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one of those. No one anywhere near me. Just went over on my ankle and sort of the knee decided to explode a bit. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done the same football as well to ACL. ACL, not all you've done. You've done the lot. Is it MCL? And, is it PCL? Is it? The other I one? think so. He just said there's yeah. like there's basically nothing left. <laughs> but um, but yes, yeah, so and and it's one of those that is like, did I rehab it completely properly? Probably not. No. Um, so it's it's taken sort of quite a long time to get to get that strength back. Um, I still feel my hamstring because they took the tendon from the hamstring to stitch back into the knee. So that that's had knock on effects sort of over the years, mm-hmm. and it does mean that sort of running now I'm always wary of it. So I overcompensate, and then my right knee now ends up hurting. So yeah. it's ongoing, but um, yeah. So, so after that, sort of, I'd say, sort of, the last ten years, it's been off and on. Um, I've been out there running a bit, but probably was doing sort of five k here and there, doing it for sort of a couple of weeks and then giving up again. Um, so this has been the first time that it's been proper running. I'd say for for a long, long time, consistent. Yeah, very, and yeah, very consistent, and probably over the last year a bit too much. Um, and I've sort of been wary of that recently where I've sort of knocked off a little bit in terms of distance. Mm-hmm. So did you, so you found um, the love for it again and it almost, because <laughs> a lot of people do this and it almost takes over again because you, you know, you want to get out every day or as often as you can and up your yeah, body. Yeah, I'm completely addicted, completely addicted to, to how it makes me feel. To, I'm a bit competitive. If you ask anyone who knows me, a lot competitive yeah. um, with, with myself, with others, and it's 
I want to run further, I want to run faster, um, sometimes to my detriment. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately, so I'm running 52 half marathons this year. Okay. Um, that's, that's the plan. Uh, I'm 41 in now after this weekend. Um, okay. And yeah, sorry, go Go on. So why, so why did you decide to do this? Yeah, so to be honest, it, it got to the point sort of, it was over Christmas time and sort of thinking about, you know, New Year's plans and uh, what am I going to do with running this year? And I, I just couldn't work out a challenge. Um, so, so I just carried on sort of running the way I was until about April. And I was just like, you know what? I've, I've never run an actual event. So I signed up for the Oxford Half. Okay. And I thought, right, not only sign up for it, but let's let's raise a bit of money for, for Macmillan as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know how much we need the money at the moment. So I was just like, if it's helping me and my mental health, then let's try and do something a little bit bigger around it as well. Mm-hmm. Now, my friends and family are... They know I talk about running all the time now. So they know how much I'm doing. And I just thought people might sponsor me a little bit for, for running the Oxford half. But really, they know that's not, for me, a big challenge. So I thought, how can I make it a little bit bigger um, and actually test myself a little bit more? So I thought, yeah, one a week seems like the way to go. <laughs> without yeah. going. I know you've had um, Gary McKeon, who's an absolute fundraising legend for Macmillan um so I'm not quite at the level of 110 marathons in 110 days but for me it, it, it felt like uh a stretch but an achievable goal yeah it's it's it's, it's a big goal that's you know half marathon a week for a year is is a lot and and for those who haven't heard the Gary interview we go back and have a listen to it so Gary completed a I think was it in May that he finished he'd, he'd done 110 marathons in 110 days for Macmillan and he'd actually done a hundred in a hundred days a few years before that as well. He's quite incredible. Yeah, it's it is beyond my belief. I I ran I've run one full marathon um, just because I I felt I had to last year and yeah. just to see how how painful it really is. <laughs> and it is just just one of them for God a week two weeks after I I wasn't feeling in a good way and the idea of sort of waking up the next day and just going again and again and again. It's it's very very impressive. Yeah, it's the, the the whole mental side of it is um is what impresses me the most. It's yeah yeah the, the determination to do something like that is incredible. So, and I think sort of him just him doing the same route as well, sort of day after day. I just I think that's the thing that I've struggled with quite a lot recently. That I'm sort of running past the same things. I like I like to mix up routes quite a lot just because to keep it fresh. Yeah. And I know it's just like that, yeah, that mental ability to just, right, here we go again. Yeah. Uh, we haven't been able to go too far, have we, over the last 12 months? So. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. So what, what's, what's your schedule then? Are you, are you training in between these half marathons? Have you got a set day that you're doing them? What, what, what does your week look like? So this is the thing. So if you, again, if you ask anyone, I, I don't do the right things. Um, I don't. I don't have much of a schedule. Um, I I tried to a little bit. I do a little bit of sort of speed training. Um, I'll try and sort of fit in a 
5k, a um, couple of 5k's a week if I can, just to work on that speed. But apart from that, it really is when I fancy it. Um, if I'm feeling good, I'll go out. If I'm not now, I, I won't. Um, I think April, I ran 13, um, which was too much. So I, I've, yeah, it, it literally is, if I feel like it, I'm going to go out and run. Um, so that was more than one every every three days. Yeah, and, I, and to be honest, I felt good for most of April. And it was, it was one of those that I think I, I, I'd taken a week off work as well. So I was getting out in the week and it was just... It was a nice sort of running holiday, um, but yeah, I, I don't do the right things. We've actually got um, a brilliant lady at Macmillan who's one of our wellbeing champions, Claire Graham, yeah. and she's one of the top half marathon runners in the UK for her age group. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and had a really good chat with her, and she was talking about sort of putting together a schedule for me, and you know, we chatted nutrition, we ch- chatted stretching properly, and, and all the things that I know that I've got to do if I want to run faster. Yeah. But to be honest, it goes back to the mental health thing for me. It's it started becoming it felt like a bit of a job. Um it the challenge became a bit too much and it was it wasn't having that sort of good feeling uh anymore. So I was just like, you know what, this year it's just about fun. It's about just enjoy trying to enjoy those runs a bit more yeah. rather than putting the pressure on of trying to get quicker, trying to get too fast. It's like, I think sort of maybe next year is going to be the one where I really try and sort of bring those times down a bit. So have, have you tried to run a specific time so far then at all or not? Is that what you I have? So I ran 134 last year Okay. Um, and sort of to run that close to an hour and a half. I think now that's, that's the target. I do want to dip under an hour and a half and hopefully I'm thinking because I'm running five events over the next couple of months and I'm hoping with a couple of pace runners, they might be able to drag me over that or under that 90 minute barrier. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the goal in terms of pace, but I think sort of really it's to get out there and experience sort of running with other people. Um, something that I haven't done since, you know, events at school. So that's that's really exciting at the moment because most of my runs are either solo or I've been going out with um I've been doing a lot of sort of trail stuff with my friend who mountain bikes yeah so it's nice to sort of get out with him and chase him down hills and wait for him at the top of them yeah <laughs> so so these these runs that you've the ones that you've done so far then you you've, you're going out with no specific time are you wearing your earphones and listening to books and podcasts and music or you know you... yeah i can't listen to music i just find it it throws my pace off completely um but yeah i will I'll pop on a podcast or two yeah and and get them done any um, favorites any favorite podcasts uh anything comedy wise I, I love off menu any sporting podcasts i'm a big arsenal fan so yeah. I'm always sort of listening to an Arsenal podcast. Something that I don't really need to concentrate too much on and it's just in the background. Yeah. Um, but it's I, I do enjoy not sometimes as well and just trying to trying to zone into the run rather than anything else. Mm-hmm. But I find sort of with the longer runs, I 
I just need something to to sort of take my mind off it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. I, so, so you've got you've done forty one. Yeah, you, you're doing five live events. Did you just say? Yeah, so I, I'm running Vitality uh, half. I'm running um, London Landmarks on the first of August. Is the first one. Yeah, uh, I'm doing Richmond as well, which should be really nice through Q. Yeah, I'm really excited for that one. Uh, Ealing and Oxford. I think that's that's all of them. Yeah. Cool. So you 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 sound very relaxed when you talk about your running, and you're saying that you don't do things like your nutrition but it it feels like you've you've done the majority of these and now you've you're kind of honing into some events and um because because you can have a little bit you've got a bit more time haven't you then to complete the remaining the remaining and if you've got left sorry 11 is it yeah 11 left so to, to be honest, I, I feel like i'm on on the home stretch now yeah um, very much and if i if i get to 52 and there's still a couple of more months to go, then, you know, we'll, we'll probably do a few more. Yeah. Um, Cause I definitely don't want to stop now. Yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah, I think sort of there's been, oh, my plan was, and that the weather was going to be so hot this summer that I wanted to get sort of the break the back of it early. Yes. So I didn't have to be out running when it was too hot. But, you know, if I look outside right now, <laughs> I think, I think I'd be safe running in this weather. Yeah, although I think there's a heatwave forecast, isn't there, next week? So I think you might be right. It's going to be weird <laughs> next week. I, do, I just, I don't, I'm not a big fan of running in, in the heat. I no. just, I'd much rather be out there in the snow than, than the heat. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer the rain and the cold, personally. Nothing like a yeah. winter morning. <laughs> Love that. So you, um, how, how are you feeling about taking part in a live event then, if you haven't done that before? A, a, a mixture of, of things, to be honest. I think sort of there's, there's definitely a bit of nerves there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what I'm like in terms of, like I said, with my competitiveness, I hope I just don't go off at, uh, yeah. at a thousand miles an hour and burn out after the first couple of K, yeah. um, which is a real possibility, I think. But also just, just the excitement of being involved in something again, I think. You know, I used... I used to love going to the football um, and being part of a crowd. As, yeah. as, as sort of simple as that sounds at the moment, it's sort of, you know, watching the football and sort of other sport on TV and there being crowds of people together again, it, it feels very, it feels very odd. Uh, I, I'm not entirely sure how I'm going to feel until I'm there, I guess. Yeah. But definitely looking forward to, to just, yeah, being part of something. Yeah. Good. Good. Have you, um, so have you had any injuries or setbacks over this last 12 months then? Because you've, you've put a lot of stress on your body to jump into what you've what you've done, I suppose, from, from not... Yeah, I think sort of less so the last sort of 12 months. The thing that I sort of probably has stopped me in the past running more mm. has been running in bad trainers, trainers that aren't suited for me. Um, again, one of the things of not doing things right. Um, so... If, those things sort of flaring up and me not listening to my body or people suggesting I should buy some new trainers. Um, that, that sort of stopped me, stopped me really running. Whereas the one thing I have been sensible about is regularly buying new trainers and trainers that I should be running in. Yeah. And I think that that's gone a long way to, 
to preventing a lot of the injuries. Mm -hmm. I started playing football again um, not so long ago. And obviously, the running's been sort of fine. The second I played football, um, the groin went, the, the hamstring went, every, everything <laughs> fell apart of it. So again, just listening to my body a little bit more and and then not going to run a half marathon for, for a little while. Um, niggly stuff, to be honest, like a couple of mild ankle injuries. I I had a, a weird cyst pop up on my foot, which was a bit strange, which seems to have now calmed down. Um, but yeah, the, the knees are always sort of the, the ones for me that are going to take a bit of a battering and I need to look after them. Um, yeah, it's an injury. And it's, I think it is just one of those that rather than, than just going out and running through the pain, which I have been quite famous for recently, listening to, to my body a bit, like, like you said, sort of, I've got time to, to complete this. So if, if things hurt, then there's, there's no reason not to take a weekend off. Yeah. 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 Just being a little bit more sensible with things. I agree. I, I think you're going to get to a sub ninety. I really do because if you if you're already not if you're already at one thirty four and you've um, like you say you've got no schedule or no structure. I think you know by the, if if you start adding in some speed sessions, you know, and 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 being a little bit more structured, yeah. then I think you'll be uh, beyond having a pacer pull you along. You'll uh, I think you'll be going sub ninety. So best of luck with that. Um, no, and I, I I do think so, and I think sort of, and when I was chatting to uh, Claire before, it's it's sort of that that fear of making it making it everything in my life. It's just like I I, I think there's there's no reason why I can't run sub ninety, but then then where do I go with that? Like I know what I'm like because I then I want to go sub eighty five and sub eighty, and it's it's making sure that like i said it's making sure that the enjoyment's still there and it's not just chasing times and there's balance um, it is the balance completely and it's it's sort of something that i really enjoy doing the trail stuff because i know that there's not a pb on here so i can just enjoy the run um and just run for the sake of it rather than trying to trying to chip away at that time yeah it's um it's been a really interesting chat, this, because, you, you I mean, you've described your story. So, you, you know, you used to run a lot when you were younger and you at a good level. And then children, family, um, work, uh, lockdown comes and you and you drink a bit too much, you eat a bit too much. I mean, I, I was exactly the same. But now you're describing almost like a new runner's journey after you've had a serious injury. And then you're into this new runner's journey where you wanted a challenge. But you're much more aware of your own mental health and family life and balance. And, and it's, it's the same, I think it's the same challenges that so many of us go through. And it, it is easy to get um, obsessed, but it is easy to get um, really, really focused on something, which is a good thing, but it can also, you know, if you're, if you're not consciously aware, it, it can be a, it can, it can be detrimental as well. So it's, um, yeah, Absolutely. And I think sort of for me, it was it was throwing all of my uh, sort of mental health coping mechanisms into running. And that can never be 
the, the right solution because when running becomes tough and you don't want to do it then it's no longer that thing that's supporting your mental health it's becoming another barrier towards feeling healthy and fit yeah um so it is it is finding that balance and using it in the right way for me and and making sure that there are other things that that you can use as coping mechanisms as well yeah i mean and if there's ever been a time for people that we need to go easy on ourselves <laughs> i think this last what we've been through as a you know globally is um now's the time really so it's yeah it's really interesting to get your take on oh 100 percent, and it is it is that it is that reason why i'm doing it as well and remembering why i'm doing it um you know macmillan as a charity have have suffered hugely because of covid um you know we're expecting to, to be a hundred million down um to put it into perspective due to the pandemic so we need we need every penny more than ever um so if i can if i can raise initially i thought you know a couple of hundred quid would would be great um i think i've, I've just got over the thousand pound mark um and hopefully by the end of the year that'll be more um so it is it's just one of those things that keeping keeping the reason why i've actually decided to do it in mind yeah. is is key as well and it, it really does help when you know when you've got 5k left and you don't want to do it um when it is hard when you're running up the hill it it does make it easier it really does yeah it's good what do you, what do, you do away from running phil a favorite of the hobby Oh, well, up until this weekend, football. <laughs> um, but it is, it's, it's sports. Uh, it's always been a big part of my life, whether or not it's watching or, or being out there. Um, I coach my, my son's under sevens football team, which oh, nice. just got into it. And it was sort of a headache that I could have done without. And now it's sort of a headache that I couldn't live without. Um, commitment, isn't it? It is, it, it is a commitment, but it's it's so rewarding sort of seeing the boys sort of improve and and just just enjoy it, just enjoy being out there. And again, sort of it's been so stop and start because of COVID um, that it's been a really hard year for them to sort of, you know, being able to enjoy their football. And it's, it's so great that they're back out there now playing tournaments and just having fun. And that, that's the key with, with all of it. Um, seeing sort of the smiles on the faces is is so rewarding. Yeah. Um, apart from that, eating and watching Netflix, I can. I think that was the thing. The first, the first uh, lockdown, especially. I think, like a lot of people, I think I completed Netflix. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just sort of as much as possible, just just enjoying sort of family time as well um whatever that is days out and just enjoying uh yeah seeing my son grow up is that's that's the main thing for me and sort of he he did tell me the other day that he feels inspired by what i'm doing which you know is is massive yeah. um and he he now wants to do a challenge sort of over the summer for macmillan so that sort of thing is it's is more rewarding than anything else yeah it's really good Phil, are you on social media? Can people connect with you? Uh, I'm on, well, I've got a Twitter, mm -hmm. uh, which I'd never use. I'm, I'm a little bit more active on 
on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, which is, I don't, I think it's just Phil Cottrell. Phil Cottrell. And obviously my, um, my Just Giving page is fundraising slash Phil dash Cottrell. Yeah. If, if anyone feels so obliged to, to chip in and help. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Thanks. Exactly. It's at Team McMillan for the for the McMillan um, team who take part in events, isn't it? If anyone wants to interact on there, um, thanks for coming on and having a chat to us. We we love being uh, partners with McMillan and everything that the team there do. And uh, I look forward to to seeing um, your sub ninety attempt when you go for it. 